Welcome to CoinStack, our podcast and newsletter on Bitcoin, Ethereum, Polkadot, DeFi, blockchain, Web 3.0, and the future of money. Let's get started. In this week's episode, we're going to be covering the weekly crypto news roundup. We're going to be talking about strategies that are working using algorithmic trades on Zignaly and Shrimpy to earn returns in sideways markets. We're going to be looking at the best returning crypto investments over the last 30 days as the market has gone sideways and down. We're going to introduce the new Ethereum transaction value model using on-chain data to predict the price of ETH. We're going to be looking at seven key crypto stats that we've been following to track the changes in markets. And we're also going to be looking at the old world of TradFi versus the new world of DeFi or decentralized finance, and also covering a long-term crypto portfolio. Let's jump in and we'll start with the crypto news roundup. Grayscale has announced the addition of 13 new crypto projects to their list of assets under consideration, including newer chains like Polygon and Solana. They're also considering One Inch, Aave, Bancor, Cardano, Compound, Cosmos, Curve, and a number of other assets they plan to create trust for over the next couple months. Following on the heels of El Salvador's announcements a couple weeks ago, Paraguay is set to unveil a crypto bill over the next few weeks in the month of July. Also, crypto financial services firm Amber Group has closed $100 million in a Series B round led by Chinese investment firm China Renaissance. The firm got a $1 billion pre-money valuation. You may have also heard about the Titan rug or the Titan collapse. It was a stable coin that completely collapsed and plummeted the price by about 100%. Well-known entrepreneur and tech investor Mark Cuban uh, lost quite a bit of money on that project and also afterwards began to call for some further regulation in the field of stable coins, which he was quite criticized by in the community. In the next news item, China continues closing down Bitcoin miners, especially in the Sichuan province. This is part of a continued effort by the Chinese Communist Party to centralize mon monetary control as they expand the rollout of their digital yuan. Many of those Bitcoin mining Equipment pieces are being shipped to the United States. Hash power is in the process of being transferred from China into other parts of the world like Europe and the USA. MicroStrategy, the enterprise software company, has acquired an additional 13,005 bitcoins for a total of $489 million in cash at an average price of $37,617 per bitcoin. As of this week, they now hold 105,000 Bitcoins at an average price of 26,000 per Bitcoin. You have to admire Michael Saylor's cojones. He tweeted today that MicroStrategy has now acquired over 105,000 Bitcoins. They are now the largest publicly traded company in terms of holdings uh, with Tesla in second place. In the Ethereum world, EIP-1559 is going live on Ethereum's testnet this week on June 24th, and will be going live on mainnet July 28th in about five weeks. This upgrade will begin burning transaction fees in order to reduce Ethereum net issuance, as well as improve the auction model for gas fees. The country of France is now experimenting with central bank digital currencies. According to a release from France's central bank, the experiment was between itself, the Bank International Luxembourg, and Siba Bank, a Switzerland-based bank that deals with cryptocurrencies. Yesterday on the Profit Maximalist 
podcast, we learned about Bybit making a $1.2 billion investment into DeFi via their new decentralized autonomous organization, BitDAO. They plan to use half of their profits overall going forward to fund the DAO. And the DAO also received $230 million of investment from Founders Fund, Pantera Capital, Dragonfly Capital, Jump Capital, and Spartan Group. According to CEO Ben Zhao, the BitDAO will operate as a decentralized treasury with funds being used for DeFi project venture investments and R&D into current DeFi challenges like liquidity provision, smart contracts, and multi-chain coordination. Finally, cheap trades are coming on Uniswap. Uniswap V3 is rumored to be launching this week on Arbitrum toward the end of June over the next 7 to 10 days, potentially bringing the cost per Uniswap trade substantially down from about $15 today to about $0.35 within a couple weeks. Wow, what a change. I know in early May, it cost about $150 to do a Uniswap trade. Now it will soon be $0.35. Transaction volume and trading volumes later this summer. Next, we'll go into our first major article for this week. We're going to be talking about earning returns from algorithmic trading. Now, it's important to note that prices are down 50 to 60% off their all-time highs for most of the top crypto assets over the last five weeks. We've seen Bitcoin go from 64000 down to 32000 and we've seen ETH go from 4300 down to 1900 today. But regardless of what crypto markets do the next few months, there's no doubt we are currently in a sideways phase. In sideways times, long-term passive investors do what they do best, and that's continue to dollar cost average into the space, knowing that they have a long-term investment horizon. This is what I recommend for most crypto investors. Long-term, dollar cost average, put $50, put $100 in every couple weeks, no matter whether the price is up or down, you know you're going to eventually do well with Bitcoin and Ethereum, especially likely to do quite well this decade. Active investors, however, always are looking for an edge, and I'm looking for an edge myself. And so if you're willing to put in the time and risk the capital, you can sometimes, key point is sometimes, find an edge and identify a strategy that works even when market conditions are changing like they are now. So as part of my research into finding a working trading strategy over the last month, this week I looked into the best performing strategies on both Zignally and Shrimpy two copy trading platforms that allow investors to allocate capital to instantly copy other traders and get the same returns. Ultimately, we want you to be able to do well regardless of whether markets are going up or down or sideways. And that's where Zignaly and Shrimpy can come in. There are currently 246 traders on Zignaly that you can copy, of which 56 have had positive returns in the last 30 days. And on Shrimpy, there's 768 traders with 108 traders with positive returns in the last 30 days. The fees to use as strategy on these platforms range from $10 per month on the low end all the way up to 35% of profits on the high end. It's important to note that copy trading can be quite risky as the trader can literally employ any strategy, including leveraged futures, which can get liquidated. However, if you look for a long enough track record, study their trades and trading models, and even reach out to them to get to know them a bit through their Telegram channels, you can get enough comfort to put a small amount of your portfolio to work and see what happens. Here were some of the best performing strategies from the last 30 days, all of which you can copy automatically in just a few minutes. On Zignaly, the top firms were Global Trading with 119% return over the last month, T-Fuel with 61% monthly return, MTC with a 42% monthly return, the Experienced Algo Trader with a 41% monthly return, 
Hammerbots Trading with a 31% monthly return and a trader named Who is John Galt with a 19.3% monthly return. So these strategies use various techniques. Uh, I'll, I'll read a description from a couple of them. So Global Trading, the best performing trader, writes in their description, we are a team of highly trained traders in cryptocurrency trading, especially in Binance futures. Our strategy consists of technical analysis and fundamental analysis of the market. Our strategy masters supports and resistances, trends, oversell and overbuy, candlestick patterns, and chart figures. They've done 301 trades over the last 90 days and in the last month in a relatively down market, they are up 119%. It costs 30% of profits to trade with them. Or you could go to T-Fuel, which only charges $10 a month, and their strategy identifies markets which look like they're about to make a significant move upward, and then they get in early on the wave. They only make a few trades and have made five trades the last 90 days. You can learn more about them at their website, which is erfund.org, excuse me, erfund.net. The Now let's go to the best performing strategies on Shrimpy over the last 30 days. So the top six traders over the last month followed by their description of their trading strategy are Enlightened Trade with a 100% monthly return, The Borg with a 92% monthly return, Curly Jazz with 81%, 100 million in 2021 which with a 64% return, the Einstein AI Trade with a 50% monthly return, and Hopscotch Shrimp with a 25% monthly return. So it's important to research these, see what you like, understand that just because someone has a good return in 30 days doesn't mean they'll have a good return over 90 days or a few years. Personally, I plan to put to work about $25,000 in these copy trading strategies on Zignoli and Shrimpy and see what happens for the next few months. If you invest as well, let us know how it goes in the CoinStack comments in our CoinStack Telegram group. You can join our Telegram group at t.me slash the CoinStack. That's t.me slash the CoinStack. So remember, past performance of any trading strategy definitely does not guarantee future results, but it is at least an indication of what's winning right now in this current sideways time. So if you know of any other good bot trading tools or copy trading sites like Zignoli or Shrimpy, let us know. We're all ears. Now let's take a look at the top performers in crypto over the last 30 days. So even when markets are sideways, I like to look at what's winning in order to see what we can learn and to spot potential performers early. Your investments that you make now in the middle of 2021, while markets are down and sideways, are going to probably pay off quite well toward the end of 2021 and into 2022 as markets rise again. Here are the top seven performers of the last month. We have Theta Fuel. The gas token for the Theta Decentralized Video Streaming Service, the Twitch of Web 3.0. We have AMP, an escrow token for collateralizing asset transfers ranging from currency to real property using smart contracts. Quant, which is designed to connect different blockchains. Its token powers Overledger, a blockchain operating system that allows for apps to be developed that work on multiple chains. The Zinfin Network, XDC an EVM compatible, so that's the Ethereum virtual machine compatible, enterprise blockchain designed for financial applications. Theta, the Twitch of Web 3.0, not to be confused with Theta Fuel, which is the gas token for the Theta network. MDEX, an automated market making decentralized exchange or DEX, which uses both the Ethereum network for liquidity and the uh, eco chain for low fees. It's currently the second largest DEX in the world and recently surpassed SushiSwap, 1inch, PancakeSwap, and QuickSwap. 
Finally, there's Binance Coin, BNB, the utility token for Binance and Binance Smart Chain, DeFi. Binance uses a portion of its profits to redeem and burn BNB, its token, each quarter. So these were the top seven performers within the top 100. They've all had positive returns over the last month, ranging from 4.5% for Binance up to 100% plus for Theta Fuel. Now, within the Masari Index, which tracks all crypto assets with at least $20 million in market capitalization, the only investment that outperformed T-Fuel and AMP this month was BlockFi, a microcap NFT platform that creates NFTs within augmented reality that are tied to specific places. So you could, for example, hold up your cell phone while looking at the actual Empire State Building and see a gorilla in virtual space shown climbing the Empire State Building, and you could buy that gorilla using BlockFi. So that's just an example of some of their tools. They've also been used for Easter egg hunts uh, and many other applications. Now let's look at what's performed the worst over the last 30 days. It's not all green candle hopium out there. Number of uh, crypto projects have lost a substantial amount of their value over the last 30 days, including internet computer, the decentralized social network platform built on enterprise blockchains, or excuse me, built on a blockchain that allows anyone to build distributed applications. It is down 71% now trading at under $40. And there's Synthetic, which is down 51% in the last 30 days, trading just under $7. So what's my take on the market? I think that those who do their studying, who continue to dollar cost average to DCA during these times will be the ones during the best doing the best during the next run-up. There are some major sale prices out there right now, so let's get at it. What am I doing? I'm studying hard. I'm investing for the long term. I really believe that decentralized finance is the future, and we've identified the best performing asset class of the 2020s, which is crypto. Now we just have to keep our heads level and play for the long term. In this next section, I'd like to talk about the Ethereum transaction value model. Last month, I introduced the, e the Ethereum fundamental value model, the FVM, and wow, our price floor of about $2,000 has held exceptionally well so far. The model that we introduced last month is pretty simple. You buy ETH when it's underneath the green line and you begin to sell when ETH hits the red line. It would have called the top uh, around May 11th or May 12th at 4,300, and it's currently calling for a bottom right now, right around 1,900 or 2,000. We'll see if that holds. Now, over the last few weeks, I've created a new Ethereum price model that's based on the value of the on-chain transactions instead of only being based on the fees from Ethereum gas usage. This new model adjusts more quickly to major changes in network usage like we've seen over the past month. I call this, this model the Ethereum Transaction Value Model or the TVM. I, it was, its creation was informed using a similar method to Willy Woo's Network Value to Transaction or NBT model, but done for Ethereum. You can see the chart at coinstack.substack.com, and essentially it gives you a model that you can use to understand when is a good time to buy Ethereum, like we believe it is right now when we are close to the price floor, and when is a good time to begin selling some of your Ethereum when we get to the red line, when we get to the price ceiling based on transaction values. Now I'd like to cover some of the key crypto stats that I've been highlighting and watching closely to get a sense of where things stand in the market. First, we'll look at uh, DeFi on Ethereum is now at $51 billion in total locked value, according to DeFi Pulse. On Binance Smart Chain, their DeFi network is up to $26.8 billion in total locked value. That's down from about $50 billion uh, on May 10th. 
The number of entities that are using Bitcoin has begun increasing again, a bullish on-chain signal, according to analyst Willie Wu. Uh, we've gone from a peak of 26,000 in early May to uh, a bottom about 16,000 about two weeks ago, and now we're back up to the 20,000 range in terms of the 30-day moving average of Bitcoin entity net growth. Next, let's look at which blockchains are people actually paying to use. Here are the top 10 blockchains and dApps based on the fees they actually generate. Ethereum continues to be the big winner. Even with Ethereum fees coming down 93% over the last month and a half, they are still averaging $4.4 million per day in fees. Uniswap V3 plus Uniswap V2 together is at $2.6 million. So Uniswap, interestingly, is now doing more than half the daily fee volume of Ethereum. Binance Smart Chain's in third at 1.4 million per day, and Bitcoin is in fifth with 1.2 million. Uh, rounding out the top 10 are QuickSwap, Aave, SushiSwap, Compound, and Maker. The next that we're looking at is the, is the rise of Polygon. We wrote about this in last week's issue of CoinStack. Polygon is now doing six times the daily transaction value of Ethereum, although it peaked about a week ago on June 13th and has now declined over the last week. On June 20th, it was at 6.3 million daily transactions on Polygon versus 1 million daily transactions on Ethereum. Why is that happening? That's happening because it's a lot cheaper to use Polygon than Ethereum. Of course, Polygon is a side chain for Ethereum and doesn't have the same level of security or decentralization as Ethereum does. I do believe that Polygon's rise will slow as we see Arbitrum and ZK rollups and ZK Porter, as well as Optimism, take over later this summer. The next stat we want to look at is what whales are doing in the world of Ethereum. Uh, a big whale in Ethereum is considered someone who owns more than 1,000 ETH. Uh, but a super large whale is one that owns more than 10,000 ETH. This is the true smart money. And, and it's important to look at what the smart money has been doing. Are they accumulating or are they selling? Now, over the last six weeks, between the middle of April and now, the last eight weeks, we have actually seen an increase, and actually a pretty substantial increase, of the number of Ethereum addresses with a balance greater than 10,000. Now, this isn't uh, only exchanges. There's only maybe 100 or 200 exchanges. These are venture funds, crypto funds, sovereign wealth funds, or an, and large super high net worth individuals who collectively have uh, a substantial portion of investments in ETH. We've gone from 1,100 uh, holders with more than 10,000 ETH in the middle of April to the June 20th, we had 1,207. So we've gone up by about 9%. Uh, even while the market for ETH has declined by about 55% over the last six weeks. So the whales are growing in number. The smart money is still buying and accumulating more ETH. What are some other key crypto stats we should be tracking? Let us know on our Telegram group and let us know in the comments. Lastly, today, we'll talk about the old way versus the new way. TradFi versus DeFi. The world is changing as we embrace decentralized distributed ledger technology, DLT, to power a brand new generation of financial applications. Here's a comparison table of the old way, which I'll consider 2010 to 2020, versus the new way of DeFi, 2021 to 2030, for many of the common financial tasks that businesses and consumers undertake every day. Let's look at the old way versus the new way for these different categories. In the realm of stock trading, the old way was TD Ameritrade and the new way is Binance and FTX. 
uh, for listing your company on stock markets for trading. The old way was NASDAQ or uh, New York Stock Exchange. And the new way is INX. For cap tables, taking, uh, keeping track of who owns what in a company, the old way was Carta and the new way is Polymath. For insurance, the old way was Geico and the new way was Nexus Mutual. For banks, the old way was Wells Fargo and the new way is MetaMask, Argent, and Nexo. Same thing for savings accounts and credit card issuance. The old way was Wells Fargo. And for loans, old way was Wells Fargo. And the new ways are Compound, Aave, Nexo, BlockFi, and Revolut. For mutual funds, the old way was Vanguard. And the new way is Set Protocol. For investing, it used to be TD Ameritrade. And now it's Enzyme and Zignaly and Shrimpy. For tracking your portfolios, the old way was Mint.com. And now it's Serion and Blockfolio and Coinstats. For mobile payments, the old way is Venmo, PayPal, and Zelle, and the new ways are Dharma and Strike, which of course, with of course PayPal trying to stay relevant with their crypto transfers. For the old way of online payments, it used to be merchant accounts, getting credit cards. Now it's BitPay. The old way of sending money across borders was through remittances, was through Western Union, and now it's Strike, Cello, and Stellar. The old way for payroll was ADP or paychecks, and the new way is to stream your money to your team members using Sibilier. For enterprise research, the old way was Bloomberg, and now it's Masari and Delphi. For art auctions, it was Christie's, and now it's Nifty Gateway and OpenSea. For file storage, it was uh, Amazon Web Services, AWS, and now it's Filecoin and Arweave. For video streaming, it was Twitch, and now it's Theta. For sports collectibles, it was Upper Deck, and now it's NBA Top Shots. And for the reserve currency, it was the good old US dollar, and now it's USDC. Think of another crypto use case that I should add to our table. Let us know in the comments and we'll add it for future issues. That is everything for today. We want to invite you to join our Telegram community at t.me slash the Coinstack. We now have over 1600 members on our Telegram channel. Uh, if you would like to join our Tuesday morning US time crypto community Zoom calls, we welcome anyone who has invested in the Coinstack Alpha Fund or all buyers of Mrs. Bubbles NFTs. Check out our newsletter at coinstack.substack.com on how to join our Tuesday crypto community Zoom calls. Uh, and we wanted to thank you for listening. Thanks for getting started investing in your crypto learning. I really do believe that those who are making investments now, who are continuing to dollar cost average, who have a long view in mind and are playing for 2025, not 2021, are going to do very, very well. Here at Coinstack, we are tracking the most important blockchain stories of the 2020s, including a decentralized internet and the creation of a new open global monetary system that works for everyone. As always, this podcast and our newsletter is published for informational purposes only. Definitely do your own research. Everything I've shared is for informational purposes and just my opinions and is not intended as financial advice as I'm definitely not a financial advisor. We usually are long on most things we write about because we really believe in them, but please D-Y-O-R, do your own research. Thank you so much. Check out our website at coinstack.co and our newsletter at coinstack.substack.com. And thank you for sharing this with your friends and colleagues. We'll see you next time on the Coinstack podcast.